I am Colonel Robert Gould Shaw. I am your commanding officer. Marching is probably all I'll ever get to do. It is my job to get these men ready. For God's sake, man, do you not know your right from your left? No, 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 sir. How many here do not know right from left? 54th Massachusetts. Request the honor of beating the attack on Fort Wagner. Casualties in the leading regiment may be extreme. listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. Uh, okay, I'm going to start recording this now, but are you done with your <laughs> are you done with your vocal warm-ups yet? I am. I am done. <laughs> I wish I'd recorded the vocal warm-ups. They were great. <laughs> okay, so this is a new podcast we're doing on Cinema Geekly. It's called Mystery Teen Girl Theater 9000. <laughs> and uh, I don't I don't know why I'm doing this. I think this is like a last gasp effort to prove that I'm a marginally cool dad by putting my eldest daughter into a podcast. You, although, have wanted to do one of these, though, since you were mm-hmm. like... Eight. I have. I've always been interested in this. Why, though? <laughs> well, because, you know, all these times I'd be like, walk past your room and I'd be like, who's my dad talking to? <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm always talking to, like, weird people about <laughs> nerd things. Weird people. Yeah. I mean, no offense to all of my friends, but, you know, we're all a little weird. Come on, let's be honest. He's talking trash about you secretly. Um, <laughs> don't spill the secrets to everybody. Now that we've started recording, please. We, we're supposed to do that. And we're not recording. Um, so you wanted to do this, though, like, forever, mm-hmm. for reasons I can't fathom. Um, I didn't want to do it, though, when you were, like, teeny tiny, because, like, what are we going to talk about? Like, yeah. Winnie the Pooh and Car- I mean, and that stuff is... Me. Yeah, and that stuff is adorable, but... But it's not something that... Sure, sure, sure. Like, how many people... aged men want to listen to when they're, like, I don't think, or something. I, I don't think they want to... <laughs> and... <laughs> That, everyone, is what Kayla thinks people who listen to podcasts are and do. Middle-aged men who listen to other people talk about things while jogging. I mean, I don't know what your core... I don't know what your, like, target demographic is. Um, Mostly people... uh, I would say 18 to 30-something. You know, like, in my age range. Although there might be people that are a little older that listen. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Um, you know, your typical young person who likes cool and exciting things. Ah. That's what, that's what we're trying to aim for here. All right. Okay. Uh, but yeah, okay, so the idea is that we wanted to, I wanted to come up with an idea that seemed like it would be plausible and fit within all of the other stuff we do on the website but somehow magically involve you. You don't watch a ton of movies and TV like you're 
I'm always on the internet. You're yeah, you're pretty typical. I'm an internet hobo. You're a pretty typical kid of your age. Yeah. Most of your TV shows are YouTube channels. Hey, Dan and Phil is a very good thing. I don't actually. I don't think they probably need our our plugs here. So uh, <laughs> I'm sure they're doing just fine on their own. They are. But All right. we have a job to do. Let's go. Oh no! I want because I, I want to explain to everybody who's listening to this and is completely weirded out while we're doing this. Um, so the concept I came up with is. Uh, me being the old guy trying to... Because there are things you do like. Mm-hmm. There are movies and stuff that you do like, but... Yes. Um, uh, ironically enough, they're all fairly genre stuff, like germane to this website. So you like Harry Potter, and you've en- yeah. you enjoy a comic Sci-fi, book... Yeah, a comic fantasy. book movie or two. Yeah. You've enjoyed a Star Wars movie or two, a Star Trek movie or two. Mm-hmm. Way super into, like, the Harry Potter-verse. Go Hufflepuff. Very, very in- No, Ravenclaw for the win. <laughs> Look, this is a fight that will never end. By the way, in case anyone is wondering, I am outnumbered in this household three to one, three girls to one guy, and they have all taken the Pottermore quiz. They are all Ravenclaw. All three of them. <laughs> He's all the only Hufflepuff, and it's hilarious. I'm a lone Hufflepuff in this house. All right. Uh, so the idea is I, as the old guy, try to find a movie amongst our collection of films... That I have not seen. That Kayla has not seen that I think she is going to like, even though she would not normally go through our movie collection and say, oh, hey, friends that are staying over for the weekend, let's watch this movie. Like, Let's I, watch Gettysburg. <laughs> right, although you were forced to watch Gettysburg in school. Yes, I was. It was, it was good. <laughs> uh, so, therefore, I'm. that's the whole point of this. I try to find a movie uh, that I think she's going to like, we sit down and we watch it, which we did last night, mm-hmm. and I forcibly tell her that she's not allowed to give me any opinions. She just has to sit and watch the movie. I also barred her from using any internet devices. I also can't ask questions. Like, if something is confusing me, I can't ask. No, although you can ask questions. You'll be able to ask questions now. I just don't want to get... I don't want to get anything that might hint as to whether or not you liked or disliked the movie. Mm-hmm. The idea here is that I'm going to pick something that you're going to like, and then we record the podcast, and then we find out how well or poorly I can read the mind of my teenage daughter. So, (laughs) let's find out. So, the first pick, and I was debating about this, I was trying to think, what would appeal to your modern 13-year-old in 2017? And I thought... What better way than a late ni- choice than a late nineteen eighties Civil War period piece? Uh, <laughs> I picked nineteen eighty nine's Glory, which uh, starring Matthew Broderick, Denzel Washington, Carrie Elwes, directed Morgan Freeman, by Edward Zwick, uh, directed by Edward Zwick, which is based off of two novels, Lay This Laurel and One Gallant Rush. Although One Gallant Rush is uh, just the beginning title, there's like a colon title that goes along with it. And also with excerpts from letters sent to his parents by Robert Shaw. Robert Gould Shaw. You remembered some things from the movie. That's good. <laughs> I wasn't sure how much of it you uh, you retained. I used the word excerpts. I'm, I'm here. <laughs> so before we start talking about the movie, we reveal, we're not going to like hold things off to the end. So if people want to just hear the answer and then click off of this podcast, they can. Although I would advise against that. Yes, listen, I give give valid opinions, trust me. Right off the bat, was this a hit or a miss? Did you like the movie or did you not like the movie that much? I liked it. It was good. 
Yeah? Do I have to give it a rating out of geeky glasses? <laughs> no. Are you, wait, are you mocking me right now? This is how we choose to rate our films. I, I'm just asking if I have to. We'll do it at the end if you want to. All right. Because I can, re- I can reveal. I'm, I'm going to reveal some my thoughts about the movie as well as we go along. But all right, yeah. But I uh, liked it. It was good. Okay, so the movie is um, about Matthew Broderick's character. He plays Robert Gould Shaw, who was uh, a Civil War captain. He's a like a super young guy. He died when he was 25. He got promoted to the rank of colonel. He was from Boston, and he was given charge of the first. 54th regiment. The 54th Regiment, the 54th Maine, the fight in 54th. The 54th Massachusetts, Dad. Did I say Maine? You said Maine. Why am I thinking of Maine? I don't know, but it's Massachusetts. It was Massachusetts. Jeez. I was, no, you know what that was? Testing you. It's testing you and you passed. <laughs> sure, you, did, you totally did. Hey, I hey, should hey. Also, I should also mention at this point that uh, at the beginning of this movie, you uh, see Robert Shaw first. He's, he's, he's a captain at Yep, yep, he's a captain. And he gets injured at the Battle of Antietam and is sent home to Boston. Yep. Where he meets up with, you know, his buddies. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, uh, Frederick Douglass is like, hey, I want to do this uh, all-black regiment. Actually, Fred- <laughs> actually, Frederick Douglass barely says any words. <laughs> but I like to think that that's how it happened. He just walked in there and they're like, hey, bro. Hey, hey Frederick Douglass, how are you? And he's like, hey, Robert Gould Shaw, I'm thinking of starting an all-black regiment. Would you like to command it? And he goes, Sure. And then they they march off, and then they um, ride off into the sunset together. Yeah. So no, this is this is this is the story about um, this uh, this group that is put together, and uh, basically all of the hardships they faced, uh, of which there were many, just trying to get basic requisitions, all the racism, lots of racism, uh, the basic rec- just trying to get basic requisitions, to say nothing of them allowing uh, being allowed to go and actually fight. And spoiler alert, in case you haven't seen this movie from 1989, uh, I mean, if you haven't, you should go see you're re- it. You're really hitting on the 1989, aren't you? Yeah, well, I mean, there is definitely some like late 1980s aesthetic to the to the filmmaking a little bit, but um, so spoiler alert, they eventually do get to fight, and uh, most of them end up dying, including Robert Gouldshaw at the end, uh, as I mentioned. Uh, dying when he was 25. So, anyway, what did you think about uh, the movie, though? So, Because I have my reasons for why I picked this. I had reasons for why I thought you might actually like the movie. But well... What, what, what about the movie did you enjoy? Do you have any questions about some stuff that you saw that you're just like, I'm not sure why any of this happened? Or are there things that you didn't like? Because that's also okay if there are things that you're like, didn't care for. But mm. you, what did you think about the movie? Well, I thought it was... It was very informative, because we talked briefly about the 54th Massachusetts in history, but we didn't really, like, go in-depth and learn. Oh, seriously? Like, it's a thing that even, that gets, like, we didn't learn anything about, like, we were, the 54th We were told about it, and we knew what it was, because my teacher was like, hey, this thing, first all-black military regiment. Sure. And, you know, told us about it, but we didn't really get any, like, in-depth learning. So this was really a great opportunity for me to actually learn stuff. Sure. Well, I mean, you can't cover everything in school. Yeah. Um, I just think it's awesome that they even got mentioned because I had obviously learned about the Civil War too when I was in school. I would hope and you learned about the Civil War. And this was a thing I didn't even know existed until I saw the movie for the first time. So a thing that Dad also told me 
that you know made me kind of sad was that the the when they all went in to go fight at Fort Wagner, the, the battle civil, of the, the civil end war was already over. Basically, yes. And they all died for nothing. <laughs> yeah, because the war was already over, and nothing they did would have mattered. And... Information traveled slowly. A lot of battles kept raging on well after the war was already lost. Which I actually connected to a different historical event because. Oh, what what would that be? Remember I, I uh, related it because, I don't know, <laughs> I listened to Hamilton a lot, uh-huh. so <laughs> I Which got... Which is nothing bad with, nothing wrong yeah. with that. And so that got me really interested in the American Revolution, which meant that, you know, I, I obviously, because I'm me, I went on the internet and like looked up a bunch of stuff, mm-hmm. and I found that um, Lieutenant Colonel John Lawrence was fighting in South Carolina... Mm-hmm. With a black regiment, but they all mm-hmm. like got sent back to you know slavery and stuff because you know yeah. wasn't over yet, and uh, you know he ended up dying there because they hadn't gotten word from Yorktown that the war was over yet. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I mean that's kind of just an unfortunate reality yeah, I think, of I think those about times. It this way. If a war ends somewhere, you can just like shoot it like a like a Snapchat and be like, <laughs> hey. <laughs> We're I'm, done. I'm sure exactly that's what's going to happen when it comes to like all of the we conflicts. Be ISIS. I'm sure if we learned through a Snapchat today. Just up peace signs. Actually, with, like, I the dog filter. Actually, ironically, with the current president, we probably would learn about things via his Twitter account. So you're not far off. Mm. Um. So, so were there anything like anything about the movie that you did not like? There wasn't. There was stuff that I found to be kind of gross, you know, like when they're like chopping off limbs and that guy gets hit in the face with a cannonball. <laughs> but yeah, it was pretty gross. But it, it's not. It, there wasn't really anything that I like disliked. This is a movie without a happy ending, though. There is not a happy ending to this movie. There's not. I mean, other than unless you consider like the war being over and the North winning and slaves eventually America. being freed. I mean, if you consider that to be the happy ending, then I suppose, but that is not really how this movie ends. This movie ends with um, you see these people going through hard trials, hard tribulations. The men had to be trained in relatively harsh fashion, which is complicated, right? Because a lot of these people were, at one point, ex-slaves, they had already gone through an entire life of hardship and trials and tribulations, and to kind of be put back through it again to be trained for combat was mm-hmm. complex at points because there would be rights. So there'd be times in the movie where you're like, "Why is Robert Gouldshaw being a dick to this guy? Or why is this Irish drill sergeant guy being so incredibly That's racist his name. I don't and know insensitive?" How to it. Sergeant, Sergeant Major Mulcahy. Mulcahy. He was an asshole to those people. He was a dirt bag. In right, the highest regard. But, 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 um, for reasons though, right? Yeah. He had his reasons. He wanted these guys to to not be distracted by anything except their aim and their goals, and he wanted to make sure that they were tough because his job is not to send them out there to get killed. He wants them to survive. There's a bit at the end, if you recall seeing it, where they go through their parade through Massachusetts, mm-hmm. and there's the ticker tape and all of that other stuff. Uh, that's going on, and he is on the sidelines, and when the regiment goes by, he honorably salutes them. Like, he knows that he's done a good job, he's trained mm-hmm. them, he's prepared them. Mm-hmm. I don't think he honestly... I mean, I, I don't really know. I, I should read the history of this guy, but based on the movie's portrayal of him, it feels like 
he wasn't being an asshole to them just to be an asshole to them. It felt like he was trying to get them ready for what they're about to face. And he had to be a dick to do that. Uh, but that he was, it, he meant well. Let's suffice to say, it wouldn't translate very well today because it would not. You can't be super racist to people today. Um, no matter what your aims and goals and purposes are, he was doing it to try to steal their focus and stuff. And Robert Gould Shaw, Matthew Broderick's character, was kind of doing the same. He didn't want these guys to go into a battle unprepared because you know he was having like flashbacks like the whole movie practically he was yeah. he had like ptsd from, from that, antietam from from antietam and he knows what it's like being in there and he didn't want any of these people to die so they become like this family that gets forged and like by the end of the movie you've got like denzel washington's character who is basically it's um i'm curious what you thought about him because he was like the he almost felt like a guy that didn't even want to be there. Like, he was there, was but... Was Washington the one that ran away? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he hated... It's, it seems like he hated everybody. Um, he played uh, Trip. Silas Trip was his name. Uh, and... I mean, like, at the beginning, I was like, wow, this guy's a dick, but... Yeah, he was, he was mean to everybody. <laughs> But, you know, at the end of the movie, I was like, I respect you. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, he's... Like, so all of these guys came from nobody in here, with the exception of, like, maybe the one character who was, like, childhood friends with Matthew Broderick and Thomas. Carrie Thomas. The guy who was, like, childhood friends. He was, like, born and raised in Boston, free, and his father was free. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, most of those other guys, though, had lived incredibly hard and difficult lives, and Denzel's character was completely, like, closed up. Mm-hmm. He was showing, like, a tough face, but, like, on the inside. Uh, and he had a lot of, like, the best scenes in the movie. He did. Like, they were hard-to-watch scenes, like when he ran away and he had to get f- flogged. Which, by the way, was... He got off easy, technically, because deserters normally would get hanged or shot. Yeah. Um... So, I mean, but that none of that stuff was easy to watch. But, like, you see by the end of the movie, like, after Morgan Freeman, like, smacks him down and, like, knocks some sense into his head that... Go Morgan he, Freeman. <laughs> he lets, you know, he gets out of his shell a little bit. They're like a, they're like a close-knit family by the end. Mm-hmm. And then to see them all more or less fail in a... I mean, it's... The mission that they were on was like a mission where they are going to fail anyway. They were the first ones to go in on Fort Wagner... Yeah, they're like, whoever which, goes which in is a, first... Which is a bad idea. Yeah, well, I mean, the whole idea was that they would cause a breach. Uh-huh. They're probably all going to get killed, but they'd cause a breach, and There's, then uh, the reinforcements could come in and fill in the breach. Sad part is, though, Kayla, do you remember what happened at the end of the Battle of Fort Wagner? Confederates won! Yeah, they didn't even... <laughs> their plan did not work. But I, I remember something. The reason, the reason they... Cause I know there's pro- there has to be someone that's like, why didn't they just send a bunch of people at once? The beach wasn't big enough. They could only send one regiment at a time. Yep, it was a narrow passageway because they had ocean on one side of them and the fort, based on where it was built and the way to get in, only gave them a narrow passageway for the breach. So it was like a suicide mission, essentially. A suicide squad. Really? Yep. Uh, 
trying to ruin the mood by doing that. I trying to modernize it. it. You haven't seen Suicide Squad yet, have you? Well, we should watch that for a uh, a movie. and <laughs> See what you think about it. Oh, um, all right. But the one of the reasons. Uh, one of the reasons I showed this to you is because I was curious to see what you thought about this movie because this is one of like my top five favorite movies ever, and unlike all of movie dumb, I just love this movie. I love James Horner's score, which is beautiful, it's amazing, and sad and haunting and all Harlem that. Harlem Boys Choir deserves applause. Harlem Boys Choir with their creepy ooing and eyeing. <laughs> is that what they were doing? <laughs> I don't know if they were doing that. Um, but hey. I'm glad you did all those vocal warm-ups before we started recording. Yeah. We should like release a separate podcast of just like vocal warm-ups. And in case people want to know how to properly train themselves before singing. Uh, I should know, as, as, as a choir student, they were probably saying words, except their mouths need to be really wide open, so it just didn't sound like they were. But Yeah. It was uh It was very beautiful. So I I picked this because uh this is one of my favorite movies and I was curious to see if you would crap all over it or not. <laughs> Which by the way, if you did, I would not have been upset. I understand there's a large age gap between us, child. Uh, well, you you make it sound like when I told you I liked this movie, I was lying to you. <laughs> mm, no, I mean I, I liked Gettysburg. So <laughs> Well, well. Right, and that was another reason I picked this. Uh, I know of your love for Hamilton. Now, granted, that's about the American Revolution and that period. It's my favorite period of time. Um, but I knew that since you had an interest in colonial America, that uh, it's you know not much more than a hop, skip, and a jump to the American Civil War period. And I knew that you also said that you had watched Gettysburg, which is another movie I enjoy. It was very good, except we had to stretch it out over a period of like five days because it's eight billion years long. It is a four-hour movie. It's like Lord of the Rings, but... Yeah. Grandma and Grandpa, when they went to go see this movie, when it opened in theaters, Mm -hmm. it had an intermission. So it would play two hours and it's like, get up, stretch your legs, go get some popcorn, go pee... Come back and watch the second half of the movie. It was so. very awesome. Of course, of course, I might be slightly biased because C. Thomas Howell was in that movie. Yeah, C. Thomas Howell is awesome. Uh, if you don't know who that is, look it up. He's Joe. He was Elliot. Elliot. And E.T., yeah. Elliot. And nobody can see you pointing your finger at me all creepily like that. Uh, <laughs> it's a podcast. Uh, <laughs> you don't say. But the fact that you said that you watched Gettysburg and you liked it, that's a four hour made largely made for TV Civil War movie. It was very good. It is a very it is very good, but it is an endurance fest. Of course I was I was very confused because it flip flopped between the Union and the Confederacy all the time and I didn't know who was who by like the end of the movie. I was like who? Like it would it would switch and it'd be like who are we like looking at right now? Are we looking at the Union or are we looking at the Confederates? I can't tell. Oh seriously it's the blue coats and the gray coats. Well, yeah, I knew... Great coats of the Confederacy, blue coats of yeah, the Union. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes it would switch and they'd just be, like, in casual clothing, so you couldn't oh. tell. And I'm just like, what? what? Um, and the fact that you guys broke it up over the course of, like, several days probably didn't help either, but... It did not. The fact that you enjoyed the movie-going experience... Yes. I'm like, well, she'll probably enjoy Glory. And... Wait, and I did. I, I, took a, I took a shot in the dark. I mean... There's some things actually upon this rewatch that I noticed that actually stuck out to me as like, oh, I guess I never really noticed this, but it really kind of bugs me. Like, 
just how often Denzel's character kind of goes off on Thomas about how he wants to be a white guy. He, he, I mean, well, I mean, okay, so that's just like poking at him, but like his, like his big rants where he stops the movie in its tracks Mm -hmm. and he's like, I know you want to be white. You want to talk like him. You want to act like him. You want to, he does that. It feels like he does that like four times in the movie. And he does that. It's like, dude, just leave him be. And I feel like that's a bit overkill. It's like, he gets it, dude. You think he wants to be white. Um, I didn't notice that until like this time. And there's another thing that I noticed that also kind of got under my skin a little bit. They do a lot of these slow push-ins on Matthew Broderick's face. They do. Like he just stops and he's on a horse or he's just standing there. And they put in James Horner's score kind of creeps into the background. And there's just like a slow camera push. Onto Matthew Broderick's face. I mean, there's nothing wrong with Matthew gets... Broderick's face. No, but it's, it's just... It's a nice face, but still. No, but it's just weird that they do this so many times in the movie. I don't know, it just stuck out to me as like, eh, that's weird. Why are they doing this so often? Yeah. So I have I have, re- I have found some flaws after having gone back into this movie. Otherwise, I really like the film. Uh, it is not a literal adaptation of everything that happened. They do take some things uh cinemat you know they cinemify some things uh they tell some things that didn't quite happen the way that they happened in real life for movie purposes etc everybody knows that things that are based on true events are not literal retellings uh the social network for example is not a literal retelling of how facebook was made it is a cinematic retelling based off of one person's perspective uh that person is not mark zuckerberg so <laughs> Uh, you know, some things are, there are some liberties taken. You should never take a movie about historical events and take them as literal fact every frame. Especially if it's a horror movie and they say it's based on a true story, because chances are it's not. (laughs) Based off of one guy's crazy rantings to his therapist. (laughs) Comes the film. (laughs) Um, yeah, so overall... Ladies and gentlemen, the ring. (laughs) Overall, I'm happy we're one for one. I have a feeling... As we go through and do this, you're going to discover that there are more movies out there that you like than you realized. Although, I am hoping eventually we also hit upon a movie where you're like, oh, I didn't really like it. Because <laughs> mm. otherwise, um, otherwise I'm going to see, seem like some sort of soothsayer, and I am not, uh, I'm not some all-seeing eye. Are you are you asking me to like have a movie and even if I do like it I have to say I don't? I may if it gets to the point where you've liked everything I've picked, I may have to force you to dislike a film. Alright. I may have to I can do that. Just pretend you don't like it. It sucked. That's gonna call the whole thing into question though, because then it's gonna be like if she pretended she didn't like this one, does that mean she pretended to like some of the other ones? And then everyone is gonna call you fake news, Kayla. I don't know if you're ready to handle that. I promise I won't fake it. I will always be truthful. Okay. No fake news here on this show. Is okay. Truthful a word? Yeah. Okay. I mean truth I mean truthiness is a word now. Thanks truthiness? To Steve, thanks to Stephen Colbert, it's a word. Truthiness is a word, everybody. I'm I'm not even kidding. You use it use it in your casual day to day language. Truthiness. Quality of seeming or being felt to be true, even if not necessarily true. It's a real word. It's Truthiness. in the, it's in the dictionary now. He he coined it. Uh <laughs> anyway. Uh yeah. Use let's the fact of the day, everybody. Truthiness is a word. Let's break out the geeky glasses. Let's do this. 
Okay. Um, now think about your score for a minute. What you would give this movie out of five geeky glasses? Uh, we have since expanded since we removed written reviews from the website. We used to do half, like uh, half points, mm-hmm. so one and a half, etc. Since we've removed the written review, we have now switched to quarters, so you can give something three and a quarter or. You could. Um, now, according to the rules of the website, we consider a three to be an average film. Anything above a three is usually above average to a certain degree, uh, with five being, in your mind, a perfect movie. Okay. Which, by the way, does not mean it's a perfect movie. It just means to that person, it's, it's a perfect movie. So, before you do that, think about that okay. in your brain computer. And I am going to plug things cheaply on this podcast because that's what we do here on Woo! podcasts. Um, so, Ugh. well, what we're going to do today is the Fandango, Kayla. And I did it. No, not that Fandango. Not that Fandango. Okay. Um, I tried. Although, <laughs> although maybe I should put that music in the background while I'm plugging Fandango. <laughs> you totally uh, should. Um, there's actually a lot of movies that are coming out right now that you want to see that are in theaters. You want to see Wonder Woman. I want to see The Mummy. You want to see The Mummy. You want to see the new Pirates of the Caribbean movie. I do. You probably, I have no interest in seeing the Transformers movie, but... People want me to go see Transformers with them, and I don't want to. You've already seen Guardians of the Galaxy. Very good but, movie. <laughs> but uh, so there's like three movies out in theaters right now. Chances are... There's three movies out in theaters that Kayla wants to see right now. There's probably a movie that you, the listener of this podcast, want to go see. And if you do that, uh, go see that movie. That is, I recommend you buy your tickets through the Fandango. But you do it through our website. Go to cinemageekly.com slash Fandango. Or go to cinemageekly.com and click the Fandango link at the top of the page. Uh, Buy your tickets using that link. Buy gift cards for the movie lover in your family. Uh, Hint, hint, wink, wink. Uh, nudge, nudge, Father's Day gift. Tickle, tickle. Uh, no. <laughs> no. It's a, it's a thing from sixth grade. You wouldn't understand. No, that's weird. Uh, gift cards. <laughs> um, no, okay. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, get me a gift card for Father's Day. Wow, way to be discreet. To, yeah, I know. With what money, Dad? With it's, what money? I don't know. Go get a job. You're close enough to getting a job, aren't you? No. Go, go work. Earn your keep, child. Um, no, uh, cinemageekly.com slash Fandango. Go to cinemageekly.com and click the Fandango link at the top of the page. And uh, every time you buy something using that link, we get a kickback. It supports us a teeny tiny little bit. Woohoo! Uh, but we appreciate it. So please do. Please. Please I'm, do. I'm begging you, please. <laughs> this is where, this is where Kayla, what? Please. This is where Kayla comes in and says, If you don't click the link, we will not have enough money to buy me food. And I will starve. And I will die, and it will be all your fault. For not buying tickets from Fandango. Buy tickets. <laughs> Man, I need to get you on like No pressure. The, <laughs> no pressure. I need to get you on all of the other plugs. Alright. If you don't buy this thing from Think Geek, we won't get any Christmas presents this year. Do we need to advertise anything else? No, 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 we're good. All right. Uh, we do one plug per show. Although, if people do want to shop at Think Geek, they can do that while you're at cinemageekly.com as well. Hey, two <coughs> plugs, one show. Yay! Uh, <laughs> so, as the the brain computer can... Has it uh, ceased computing? It has. It ceased computing long ago. <laughs> <laughs> like, two years ago, it ceased computing. Okay, All right. okay, okay. Uh, what would you give this glory movie out of out of five geeky glasses? Four and a half. 
Really? That's not bad. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. Yep. Uh, I will... I'm probably... I've never... I mean, I've never rated this movie officially. Um, that's like one of my favorites of all time. Instead of geekly, like the end all be all of it is. It is. Shut up. It is. it is. Shut up. All right. You know you've made it as a movie director when Cinema of Geekly gives your movie five. Hey, D-pluses. would you would you quit trashing me here? <laughs> I'm not trying to throw shade. I promise. This is this is like you're a, on a podcast on this website. You really don't want to tank it. I'm not throwing shade. You're tanking the show. Stop it. No, I'm not. <sighs> okay. Um, I'm being lovely. No. How dare you? You're, you're being how, so charming right now. How dare you accuse me of this? I probably would have given it five, but like I saw these flaws in the movie. And then there's Matthew Matthew Broderick's face. Like they just kept slowly pant, like just pushing in on his face. <laughs> I don't face. think you understand how creepy that is. Um, I mean, it wasn't creepy, but I mean, I, I get what they were trying to do, but it just suspense by zooming in on someone's face. Oh no, it didn't. It didn't work for me here. I I would I I think I would probably also give it a four and a half, but. Mm-hmm. Um, so this show is probably going to be monthly, unless you want to do more than one a month. I think we could do more than one a month. We, I mean, summer's, my last day of school's tomorrow, so. Huzzah! Woo! As we record this, I don't know when this is going to get released, but as, as we record this. As we this, record this, tomorrow is my last day of school. Evergreen podcast. It's it's evergreen. It could be at any time. Um, so yeah, uh, we will, I guess we'll do them as you see fit then. You're in charge of this. I'm just in charge of picking the movies. All right. So when you're like, hey dad, I feel like doing one of those podcasts, then I'll go and pick a movie out. It'll just, it'll be sparse. Keep your eyes open. And then we'll be good. Uh, all right. So, uh, head on over to cinemageekly.com and... There's a bug. Yeah. (laughs) All right. It's dead. We're good. There's Uh, a bug. (laughs) Head on over to cinemageekly.com. Uh, there are no archives of the show yet because it's the first one, but you can check out... The archives of all of the other shows that we do, and there are plenty of them. You can listen to them. They're all on iTunes, and they're all on Google Play Music. This show, too, will probably be available on iTunes and Google Play Music. Uh, You can just search for Mystery Teen Girl Theater 9000, or probably just Mystery Teen Girl, actually. Because I don't think this will ever be replicated. Probably no. One this will kind. this will this is definitely one of a kind. And then you can hit subscribe. It's special. And you can listen to all of the episodes uh, when we <laughs> when they come. Yeah, that's my job. I'm supposed to say that part. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, all right. So we will be back next time. I can't say what movie we're going to watch. I do have something in mind. You do. I already have something in mind for the next episode. I'm not going to say what it is. Because I want to spoil anything. Like you could go Wikipedia or something. Why would I and do like, that? I don't know, because that's what you kids do. You use the internet to cheat on your tests. Isn't that how it works now? No. Oh. I mean, there have been a couple times where I've been going to do a math test and, like, excuse, been excused to go to the bathroom so I can look up the answer. But <laughs> You're like, pull up Wolfram Alpha. What is the answer? Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so I do have a movie in mind. I can't say what it is. I can't even whisper it into the microphone because number one, Kayla is right next to me and she will hear what I say. And and even if you did, I, I'll listen to the when it comes out. Download the episode and listen to it, so I can't tell you what it is. I can't even hint at what it is. But okay, Dad, I, I suggest that even if you were to whisper it in the microphone, I wouldn't do that because people there, there are some people that like hate the sound of whispering, so I wouldn't do that if I were you. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, "I'm done. I'm not listening to this podcast anymore." I absolutely will not do that. We'll see you on uh, soon. See you on soon. <laughs> we'll see you on soon on another visually audio episode. <laughs> Shut up, you jerk. Of Mystery Teen Girl Theater 9000. <laughs> Hashtag no 
Whisper.